Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is DeAndre Nicolette. If you're new here, my love, welcome. I'm super excited to have you tuned in to your first ever episode of Manifest Daily. And of course, to my OG listeners, you already know the vibes. Okay. Hey, girl. Hey, hey, boy. Hey, what's poppin'? What's good? Welcome back to another episode of your fave. My loves, we are finally, finally doing the sleepover episode. And I say finally because I'm pretty sure I asked y'all for these questions back in like, October or something, girl. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute, but we are here. We are here and we are doing this episode finally. So get into it. Get excited. Okay, because I'm excited for this. And I just want to say that this is going to be part one of the sleepover episode, but part two is going to be over on my YouTube channel. So if you are subscribed, you would have seen that part two went live over on the channel at the same time that this episode went live. So listen to this one first and then go over to YouTube and watch slash listen to the part two where I answer even more questions. We dive into some questions about Dallas, about missing my ex, about what else did we get into over there? Girl, it's a bunch of stuff. more dating stuff. Dating as a single mom. There was a question asked about that. So it's a really good one. Uh, you know, Final Cut Pro was trying to play me, was not trying to export my video, but I got it exported and I worked hard on it. <laughs> so please go check that out over on YouTube. But I want to just dive into these questions. I have my drink over here. I'm drinking... Who is calling me? Okay, girl, I had to answer the phone because I was like, wait a second. Like, what is this giving right now? It was a it was an unknown number or not an unknown number, but it's unknown to me. Okay, unknown to me, not a contact in my phone. <laughs> but I answered and thank God I answered because I've been having some issues with like my LLC and girl, I'm trying to get my whole life together. Okay, it's a new year. We getting it together. We making sure we coming correct, especially when it comes to business, when it comes to money, when it comes to getting into that bag. And uh, I was setting up a consultation with a lawyer about something so <laughs> so that's what that was about but I am having a whole new drink from Starbucks today because usually I've been getting hot drinks lately and today I decided to get a, an ice drink and I got a venti I know a venti ah! like I literally <laughs> I've been sipping this drink for what feels like an hour and I am not even past the little like oh, what is this like an inch of the drink oh girl a mess a mess but anyways I got a ice caramel macchiato and I had them add white chocolate, oat milk, and then cold foam on top and baby. And I told her, I said, listen, make it extra sweet. I said, one thing about me, I love me a sweet coffee. So it's extra sweet and it tastes so, so, so good. So that's what I'm sipping on right now. So anyways, let's go ahead, get cozy, get comfy, grab your Starbucks, grab your whatever, you know, whatever you're sipping on whatever you're having for a snack today. Maybe it's a Milano cookie. Maybe it is a piece of ice lemon pound cake, whatever it is. Why am I like really into sushi now? I'm on my cycle. So like, I'm just, <laughs> all I've been doing is eating sushi and drinking coffee. Like, can I sustain and live off that? Apparently, apparently, because I'm still here. So go ahead, grab your snack, grab your, gra grab, don't grab, grab, please grab your beverage of choice. And let's go ahead and dive into the sleepover, baby. Let's get cozy. <laughs> We're going to start off this episode with the first question, which is how has it been living in Dallas and any regrets moving down there? So I have been loving Dallas. Okay. Let me just say that I have been loving Dallas. And when I went back to Boston, I was chatting with Monica about this and I remember telling her, I was like, I'm so blessed and so grateful that it worked out the way it did because could you imagine me being as impulsive as I was picking up my entire life, like paying thousands of dollars and moving to Dallas for me to hate it? 
like that would have been like that would have been real bad <laughs> that would have been real bad and I feel like had that happened I probably would have ended up moving back home to my parents house because again it cost too much money to move there in the first place I don't think I would have been like okay let me pick up and like what's the next city and state that I want to move to and try and test out because I would have been so just um like turned off and afraid if I'd gone and you know done it and it didn't work out I, I would just not want to do it again <laughs> So I'm so grateful and blessed that it worked out the way it did and that I actually really, really love Dallas. I've also spoken about the astrocartography aspect of it and how I've gone back and looked at like my astrocartography lines and seen that I do have a very strong and prominent positive line that runs through Dallas. So, you know, it, it worked out coincidentally, which, you know, I don't believe in coincidences. So baby, it was very much a divine sort of happening in my life. And I've just loved it here so, so much to the point where I've mentioned a couple times already I am pursuing home ownership here and not to say that I would like be here for the rest of my life type of thing but I just really enjoy it here and see myself here for the foreseeable future like the weather is really nice um the people are nice I feel like two years in I'm starting to feel like I like this is home not even starting to feel like this to me is home like when I say I'm going home I mean I'm going to Dallas right when I go back to Boston it's like I'm going to visit my parents or I'm going to my parents' house. Like that's how it's phrased now. But now it's like when I talk about, you know, going home or or anything like that, it's like it's it's being here, it's being in Dallas. And I, I feel so grateful that I was able to do something like that because old me and by old me I mean previous versions of myself like Deandra in high school Deandra in college would have never imagined you know taking such a leap and making such a decision on my own and sometimes I think when we think about ourselves we we almost put ourselves in this box where we feel like okay I've only done this in the past so this is kind of what I'm limited to and there's such power in recognizing that you can do hard things that you can do difficult things that just because you've never done anything like that in the past doesn't mean that you can never do anything like that in the future. And so making this move, taking this leap, coming here and then having it work out, like I get so emotional about it because it just shows me that when you truly follow your intuition, when you truly follow where you're led to go, even when it seems so insane, even when you have no proof that it's going to work out, even when it just seems absolutely wild, if you really feel called to do that thing, there's something there for you. There's something that you have to learn there's someone that you have to meet there's a reason that you have to go there so yeah I I've loved um I've loved living here and I've loved being here and I'm grateful that it, it worked out the way it did. So yeah, uh, no regrets so far moving down here. I would say absolutely no regrets. Actually, you know what? Actually, no, 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 no regrets. I was going to say that the only regret I might have had would be my first apartment here because um, I ended up having to break that lease. But on honestly like no regrets with that because the way that it worked out I did have to pay a lot of money and that pissed me off a lot and it, it set me back financially a good bit however you know the apartment that I live in now I I wouldn't have actually qualified for it when I first moved here because I wasn't making enough money to qualify to live here so things worked out the way they had to for me to live where I am now and for things to just happen like divine intervention okay divine unfolding so no regrets even with the first apartment because there's no way that I could have known that the walls would have been thin or that someone would have moved in above me who was like a heavy stepper or anything like that like there's just no way of knowing those things unless you move into the apartment and have the experience and then you kind of to figure out like okay you know how am I going to deal with this am I going to ride out the lease am I going to get earplugs like what am I going to do so yeah even with that I, I have uh, I have no regrets so yeah <laughs> so the next question is actually a home one as well and it's what are the best ways to manifest a home to rent so I am going to actually plan an episode on talking about how I relocated here and some of the steps that I took to make it possible for me to come here and live here and thrive here but one of the things that I would say when it comes to manifesting a home to rent is just getting clear on what it is you actually want. I love human design for this because in human design, you can actually look at your chart and figure out if you are a specific
specific or non-specific manifester. So if you don't know your human design, I highly recommend you look into human design and you figure out, are you specific? Which I'm specific. So for me, it actually helps to write lists or to know, you know, down to the details. Like when I told you all I manifested my car, which uh, I mentioned that in the second part of the sleepover episode. But even when I was manifesting my car that I currently have, like I was writing down colors. I was writing down like the type of car, like all of that stuff, right? Versus someone who is a non-specific manifester, they kind of draw power through the manifestation process through feeling and thinking more so about not necessarily like I want a three bedroom house, but more so how does the home make me feel? And there's kind of crossover there too, right? Because even as a specific manifester, I'm still thinking about and I'm still feeling into how I will feel when I have that thing. So if you don't know your birth uh, time and any of the information you need to figure out your human design, that's totally okay. You can kind of, you know, approach this in a way where you are doing things that are aligned with specific and also aligned with non-specific, which I feel like is kind of what we all tend to do anyway. So that being said, I think getting clear on what it is you want in a apartment for, you know, initially is going to be key. So I remember coming here, I had already lived in Jersey for a little bit. So I kind of had uh, uh, like a, um, what is the word I'm looking for? I had an initial experience living in an apartment because that was my first like big girl home outside of my parents' house, that kind of thing. So I knew what I liked and knew what I didn't like, right? So one of the things that, you know, was key for me was, um, was lighting, was natural lighting. I love to have like my windows open, my shades open throughout the day. Like I just love natural light pouring in so that was really important for me space was really a big thing for me having a home office was really important for me because I was just like okay when I was in Jersey it felt cramped it was a one-bedroom apartment with me and my partner at the time and my office you know quote-unquote office was like this little desk in the living room that faced out of the window and again super grateful for that because at the time that was a really nice luxury apartment and I remember like we manifested that apartment so you know at the time I was was like I'm living in my dream apartment but I think another thing is when I was coming here I was like well I want to manifest something something even more aligned and and I I knew that I'd outgrown that space and I knew that I wanted an actual room so I was clear about wanting it an actual like two-bedroom apartment so I can have an office type of thing so get clear on what it is that you actually want in an apartment, not just, you know, like luxury apartment. What does luxury mean to you? Do you want amenities? Like what kind of amenities do you not care? Like where I live now, baby, no type of amenities. I mean, we have a pool, we have a hot tub and a gym, but like this place is not very amenities rich, but I do not care because you know what it is rich in? It's rich in quietness, okay? It's rich in, when I like walk around this neighborhood, it's rich in luxury. It's rich in me being near and around the energy of what I am trying to step into. So no, there's no, you know, business center or dog. Well, actually we do have a dog park, but like, you know, it's none of the extra amenities, but I don't care for that. So get clear on what it is that you actually want in an apartment, what it is that actually would make you happy. And then also make a vision board for it too. So you can do this on Canva. You can do this as a physical vision board. You can do this in PowerPoint. You can do this on Google Docs, like literally wherever you want. Um, And I would say go on Pinterest and, or just, you know, on the internet, but I love Pinterest for this, and find images of an apartment that really match your vibe. So maybe, you know, you start thinking about like what kind of kitchen you you want in the apartment and you see some kitchens that look like that on Pinterest, put that on the vision board or, you know, your bedroom decor, all that good stuff. So I'm talking about all the things that I did when I was doing this. So that's another thing I did. Another other thing I did was I made like wish lists on certain websites. So I was like, okay, when I'm in my apartment, like I need to start thinking about what I'm going to buy, right? So I had a Google uh, Google sheet going. I had wish lists on, on different websites. So Amazon, Wayfair, Target. And I was just putting down things that I wanted to buy for this apartment. I was like, oh, okay. You know, I got to, like, I'm going to want a couch. Like, what kind of couch do I want? I'm going to want, you know, this type of art. What type of art do I want? So like really start to plan for it. Like start to get into that space where you're getting so excited because you're like, baby, I'm moving out and I'm moving out into my dream apartment. And this is what I'm going to get for it. And this is how I'm going to decorate it. And 
And just start telling people that, like, in the same way that I tell, I keep telling y'all, like, yeah, when I have my house, baby, I ain't even did my pre-approval yet. But I'm talking to y'all about when I have my house, because best believe I'm having my house and I'm about to be in there. It's about to be natural light everywhere. It's about to be a nice backyard. And it's about to be a big ass house. And it's about to be modern as hell. It's about to be nice. I bet you it's going to be rural nice. So it's like, you got to speak it into existence. Like, just know that it's happening. Have a timeline for yourself as well, especially when it comes to apartments and houses and stuff like that. Like, you can you know there are things that may not go as planned so for example like I said I don't have certain things ready and like you know who knows I might go into this process you know try to start this process up they might be like oh baby you not approved for as much as you thought you were going to get approved for because the way the interest rates are set up or whatever I don't know like it might just not work out timeline wise the way that I want it to but I know it will work out but I'm planning for a specific timeline you feel me so plan for that as well um start calling places go on tours especially go on tours like even if you are thinking you know, I don't know if this apartment is going to be too expensive for me. Go on a tour. A lot of times these places, they'll have deals, they'll have specials. You might be able to get in a nice ass rate that they're not even advertising on the website because you went in for a tour and you were nice to the person and they liked you. So like go on tours, chat it up with people, talk to the neighbors, see what the vibe is um, and just like get, get a good feel for the place. So I would say those are some of the best things to do. And also scripting as well was another thing I did. I I wrote down um, how it felt when I got approved. I wrote down how it felt when I would be living there, what I would be doing, that kind of thing. And one last thing I will say, Okay, y'all. This this is like a kind of a long one, but one last thing that I did, and this is I guess specific to going to a different state, but also not really. It could also just be like you're in the same state but going to a different city, like whatever. But I rented a car, and of course, again, if you're in, you know, driving distance of where you want to live, you don't have to do this part. It'll save you some money. But I, um, when I came here the first time, I rented the car, and I just like drove around, and I like not like drove around and did nothing, but I basically acted like I already lived there so it was like oh like I'm gonna go to Target and like get <laughs> get my like little essentials at Target so like I didn't pack a lot of those stuff like things when I came because I wanted to go to Target to shop for them like I was just having like a regular shopping weekend you feel me like so for example like I didn't pack things like deodorant and like body wash and like you know the little travel size ones stuff like that I went to Target and I bought stuff when I got here because I wanted it to feel like oh it's like a weekend day and I'm just popping over to Target to like re-up on my supplies. So basically do, you know, an, a living as if, like as if you're already in that neighborhood, as if you're already in that apartment, like where are you going for your coffee? You know, if you know that your dream apartment is this one right here and there's like a coffee shop down the street that you're like, oh, I would love to like, you know, do work from home days at that coffee shop, go to that coffee shop and start being at that coffee shop. So like start working at that coffee shop. Like you don't have to wait to be in the apartment already. Like maybe you, the apartment is already yours. Like you just at the coffee shop waiting for the apartment to, to find its way to you. You feel me so just like really you know soaking in that understanding and that knowing that like you already have the thing and it's just a matter of like time before I guess it catches up to you so I hope that that helps and good luck um you know you don't need luck you're gonna make your own luck but but sending you so many positive vibes as you manifest a new home and a new space to live and thrive and just like call in everything that is yours in this life so yeah About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. 
I love to add in the squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So the next question is, what is your career goal? So I kind of talked about this in part two a bit more, but I would say I have this goal of just creating a very well-known lifestyle brand or a very well-known lifestyle and wellness brand. So I used to be the kind of person where with some of my bigger and long-term visions, I just kind of saw them very, very clearly. And I think now I almost don't, look to see that long-term vision very clearly, not because I'm not moving with intention and you know, not because I don't have a vision, but because I am open to the many things that can happen that I don't even have the ability to foresee right now, that I don't even have like the ability to recognize is even possible for me, if that makes sense. So, you know, I love having goals and I love having goals that are aligned with what I know the vision is roughly about and roughly like, but I'm not necessarily limiting myself to like, you know, like it's different. It's not like I have a very clear path and it's like, okay, I went to medical school and I want to become this type of doctor. And then I want to like move up the ranks and do this and do that or whatever. It's not like a a very clear path. It's kind of like this idea of wanting to create something that is incredibly impactful, that allows me to give back, that allows me to do what I love, that allows me to create. Like I love to create. I love to make things. I love to come up with an idea and bring it to life. That's like my favorite thing to do. So essentially I want to have a career that allows me to do that every single day. And I kind of have created something like that. Like I'm doing that right now, but I think my goal, you know, the goal that I have now currently is to do that on a larger scale level. So I'll tell y'all a bit about what I'm working on right now and kind of what is bringing me joy and interesting me. So I've asked you guys before on Instagram about um, about a planner and what you guys would want to see in a planner. And that is actually something that I'm working on for a product. So I'm working with Whitney, my designer, who is also designing my website, who's also doing my Manifest Daily rebrand on a planner, because that is something that You know, when I went back and looked at things that I've done for years and years and years consistently or things that I've created for years and years and years, like every single year since I've been in like high school, I've made a planner. Like I used to make them in Canva. And then I would print them out at Staples and I would make myself my own planner. And I just have this this goal, this idea of creating a planner that is incredibly holistic, that brings together manifestation, that brings together wellness, that brings together obviously the daily planning that I love to do, the way that I love to craft goals and craft intention around the things that I am doing in my life. I want to bring y'all a tool that can do that. So that's kind of, you know, that's, I have goals around that. So like, what does it look like to create that planner? Where, you know, what does it look like to sell that planner? Um, what, what stores can that planner eventually get into? Like things like that. So I have goals around that, but then, you know, outside of that, I have goals to make Manifest Daily bigger than just a podcast. And I don't, I don't even see it as just the podcast anymore. I see it as this entire wellness brand. And I, I have to see it that way in order for it to align with that goal 
and that vision that I have of it becoming that, like truly and fully becoming that. So, you know, working on the website and making sure that I offer content on the website, um, eventually having a book, having this planner, uh, growing the podcast even more, having additional resources, being able to one day, like maybe even be on TV and like do something cool and do something cool in like broad media. Like, I don't know, like I just have this this like knowing in my heart that this is so much more than just a podcast and not that there's anything with it being just a podcast, but I just have this incredible sense, this incredible knowing that there's so much in store and this is simply just the beginning. And so my ultimate career goal is to make sure that this, whatever this is, lives out to its full potential right? To allow myself to continue to iterate, to continue to explore, to continue to take risks, to continue to ask myself, what is it that I can create or bring to the world that's going to help people, that's going to change people's lives, that's going to change my life and and do that and just <laughs> do that, make that happen. So I have so many cool things that I want to do, but I would say my ultimate goal is to just get to the end of my life and know that in my career, I took risks. I did things that I wanted to do. And I never, you know, I never avoided doing something that I was really interested in simply because I was afraid it would fail. Because if I, you know, this, this planner thing that I'm working on, it's not cheap. (laughs) Uh, It's at least a five figure investment at this point. And, you know, again, with everything else I'm doing, like trying to buy a house and like obviously trying to stay afloat as the inflation is inflating, there are things that things are just adding up. And so as I'm working on that, even though there's this fear of like, well, what if I invest all this money and time into creating this and it doesn't work out the way I want it to I don't I'd rather do that than get to like the end of my life and say damn I had I had an idea for that really cool planner and like I didn't do it and I wonder what that could have been because that to me is like the worst (laughs) the worst thing is to just have that that you know that like I wonder what that could have been if I took the chance so yeah I don't know if that that really answers it but (laughs) it's kind of kind of open, but really just allowing myself to live up to whatever I believe my fullest potential is for my career. So yeah. Okay. So the next question is what has tangibly helped increase your belief that you deserve the type of partner that you want? For example, if you want someone who has the traits attractive, smart, and wealthy, you know, you want those things, but don't quite fully believe that you can be what feels like one of the lucky few person or people who gets it all. So I think this is a really good question because it kind of brings into play the, the idea and the understanding that you have to in some ways be that person that you want to attract, right? And I think that is sort of my biggest thing when it comes to romance and dating and love is that I have a very high standard for the type of person that I want to be with, right? I, I've i gotten to the point now as I've gotten older where, you know, certain things that I wrote down on my list, like, you know, I want my, my man to be like 6'4", and I want him to be like certain physical traits. I've sort of like let go of the importance of those. I've deprioritized those things because I recognize and realize that like, okay, at the end of the day, you know, whether the man is 6'4 or not, don't mean that he going to be a good man right so it comes down to more than just his height height is not the only thing that's going to give so at the end of the day my standards are high though in terms of like the type of person that I want to be with in terms of you know um maybe how much money they make how um how intelligent they are what type of things they value what kind of just what kind of life they live what kind of life they want to live how ambitious they are like all of these things obviously you know adding in kindness and all those other things like I just have like specific traits and values but what it always comes down to for me is the fact that I'm never really asking for anything that I don't believe that I already embody or will be able to embody. So for example, if I'm talking about, I want someone that is extremely ambitious and I want someone who's like, he's a go-getter. Okay. He's out there. He definitely, he knows what he wants and he's not afraid to go after it. He's action oriented. He is taking chances. He's taking risks. He's making moves like that to me is so attractive in a man for someone to be like ambitious and really doing what they need to do or doing what they 
they want to do in this life. But I know I embody that. And it would be different if I was the type of person who wasn't ambitious. If I was the type of person who just kind of like was cool with staying stagnant, was cool with, with, with not really doing much. Like that's, I mean, that's cool. That's cool if that's you. But I feel like it's kind of like, okay, you know, if you're that person and you're saying like, I want someone who's doing X, Y, and Z, it's like, it's giving very much, okay, but, but like, why aren't you doing that? You know what I mean? That's just kind of the way I see it. Like, I feel like you really gotta, in some ways, embody these traits. Like for ex another example is um, a lot of times people will talk about wanting a partner that loves to, or that takes care of their body. And that for them can mean, you know, going to the gym, or that can mean being with someone who prioritizes health and wellness, prioritizes activities that encourage health and wellness. Um, they love to eat well. They they like outdoor activities, that kind of thing. If that is the kind of person that you want to be with, I feel like for you to not live a lifestyle like that, it's kind of tough to be with someone who does because it's like, you know, on a Saturday morning when they're trying to go hiking and you're not about that life, like, it, I feel like over time that shit would get annoying if, if to be quite honest with you, because I've been in relationships where, you know, I saw the world a certain way um, and they saw it a different way. And I don't think there's anything wrong with opposites attracting because I do think opposites attract in, in certain situations. But I feel like if you place high importance and high value on certain traits or certain lifestyle things and your person or the person that you want to be with doesn't, it's going to get very old very quickly. Again, if you place high importance on some things and they don't, they don't place importance on those things at all. So what has helped me increase my belief that I deserve the type of partner that I want is the fact that I, I, I'm showing up as that person. Like that's that's basically it. Cause it's like the stuff that I want these men to do and the things that I I want in a partner, I am not afraid to say no swipe left be like not nah, to a lot of these men because I know what I'm asking for is not ridiculous I know what I'm asking for is not impossible I know what I'm asking for is not like oh my god it's it's so much like she's doing the most no because I do that shit I I live that life <laughs> I do. Like all of the things that I really want in a partner, I'm doing those things. I just want someone who aligns with that. And again, this for me, it doesn't mean that we are so, so, so similar in terms of everything. Like, so there are times where I've spoken to people or I've talked to people who like have completely different interests than me. So and I'll give a really good example. I think I gave this one in like another episode one time. Like say someone is like, I really am into anime and they like love watching anime. I'm not, I don't really watch anime. Okay. I, I don't but here's the thing I don't care that much about it like it's not something where I'm so adamant about not watching anime so for example if my partner was like I really like this thing would you want to watch it with me I would I'd be down to watch it but if they also just don't care that much that I don't watch it then it's not a problem so in terms of the having it all mindset it's about determining what having having it all means and looks like to you because one person's idea of having it all is definitely not another person's idea of having it all what I'm looking for in a partner what I prioritize in a future partner what makes me excited you know in a person is not going to be the same thing that excites someone else is not going to be the same thing that someone else is looking for so determine what you want what you prioritize what would make you extremely fulfilled in a relationship and ask yourself are you showing up with that same energy if you want someone who communicates very clearly and well are you communicating clearly or or when you encounter conflicts when you're dating, do you ghost people? Do you get non-confrontational and go in a shell and refuse to communicate what you want and need? If that's what you do, then maybe you have to work on communication so you can attract a partner who also is good at communication. Because if you come to them with that bullshit, they're not about to stand for it for too long. I promise you that. So it's about figuring out like what you actually care about, what you actually want. Show up as that person. And I promise you, you will recognize it not only do you deserve exactly what you want because you're showing up as that person but you'll also recognize like how possible it is for you to have that experience it's not going to be something like oh damn it's not it's not any good man out here it's not any good woman out here like I can't find no because you're going to realize like damn I'm showing up like I am that person so it's eight billion plus people on this planet you can't be the only one that's showing up like that you feel me
feel me? So you eventually get to a point where you realize that like, damn, I'm I'm showing up in this way and I'm prioritizing these things and I'm working on these things. So it's like, you're going to eventually call in that energy. And it might take time. I think another thing with like having standards and, and having these specific things that you want is that you are also saying that you're okay with being patient. You're okay with waiting for what you deserve. Like you can't be so quick to settle for someone who's not bringing you the things that you really, really want and really, really prioritize. Now, like I said, if that man show up and he giving you everything you want, but he is not 6'4", now girl... Okay, you might have to say, all right, I, I, I'm going to take this shorter man. Okay, the short kings are really winning these days. Okay, let let that man be just because he's not 6'4". But if it's something where, um, and I've talked about this, or I will talk about this in an upcoming episode. I forget what order these are going up and go right now. I can't remember. But if it's something like communication is really important to you and that man is not communicating, he is not, he is not talking to you. <laughs> Girl, let that man go. Let that man go. It's going to be someone out here that wants to talk to you. I promise you. I promise you. Do not try to bend over backwards to to justify behavior that you are incredibly annoyed and frustrated with it's just not worth it it's too many people out here and it's stress kills okay stress kills so yeah that is that is definitely what has helped me is just again showing up as a person that i essentially want to be with so yeah About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in the squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. Okay, next question is how to deal with low libido or no longer wanting to have sex with your partner. Okay, this one I feel like you know, I'm not a doctor, okay? And <laughs> there's some things there that maybe you might want to see a doctor about because I think low libido might be a sign of something else. Like it could be something like your birth control. It could be something else that has to do with hormones. So you might need to get like hormones checked and have to figure out like what's going on with that. So if you have ruled out all of like the health things, uh, like physical health things, again, birth control, hormones, all that good stuff, and you've, you know, you've gotten to a point where you're like, it's not any of those things. And you're still not feeling, I guess, attracted to your partner in that sexual sense. I would look to some of the mental things because here's the thing. Okay. Cause I've, I've been through this in a relationship before and the time that it's happened to me when I sat with it, cause actually it, it's happened. <laughs> girl. <laughs> let's get into the tea. Okay. But no, I, there was a time where I thought it was my birth control. And then I got off birth control and it wasn't the birth control. I got to rule that out, right? But what I came to the conclusion of was that it was just that I wasn't 
mentally attracted to my partner anymore so like i'm someone where i love good conversation like i love being mentally stimulated if we can dive into some very like deep topics if i can talk to you about my creative ventures and my work and i can talk to you about what you're passionate about and we can talk about all the things and any of the things from like the most mundane to the most you know depthy things to the most random of things like that's what gets me going so if i'm in a relationship and I'm not able to have those conversations with you anymore for whatever reason, it's going to affect me sexually. Like you might be the most attractive man in the world, but if you can't hold a damn conversation with me, baby, get the fuck out of my face. Oh my God, I'm so, so angry. (laughs) We're marking this one as explicit because girl, okay? Okay, I literally had to go back and be like, how how bad was that? Because listen, sometimes y'all, sometimes I'd be like, I don't know what type of what y'all really be on because sometimes I be on some extra passionate stuff. You feel me? And I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say with my chest. But, but no, like honestly, if I'm not able to have those conversations with my partner, then it's a no for me sexually. Like it's just I'm not gonna be turned on. I'm not gonna, you know, want to do anything. Also, if I get the ick, like sometimes I be getting the ick with random things. Like I remember this one time I was on a date and the guy had like we were like eating and he had like a piece of broccoli in his teeth and girl I got the ick so bad I did not want to kiss that man I did not want that man to touch me I was just like please back up (laughs) back up because it's giving broccolini and I'm not here for it (laughs) so like I guess it's about determining what exactly is causing the low libido like deal with that because if you're not finding the root cause it's just gonna it's just gonna persist right so there are a couple different things you know check out it could be hormones as well like also cycle like if you notice that it happens you know like once a month start tracking your cycles if you're not already and you might notice that like before your period like the week before your period you're not you're just not there for it that type of thing could be birth control could be you know you might need to get those hormones checked um there's also a company called mod who i have worked with before and they have you know like condoms and they have vibrators and butt plugs and they also have these libido gummies as well so perhaps looking into and they're natural they're like made with uh different herbs and stuff like that so maybe looking into any sort of like libido libido pills that are natural um that might help i think people talk about i think it's lion's mane as well that helps with libido so do a bit of research on that mod has some good ones i haven't personally used that theirs or tried theirs i also sometimes take that greek i think it's called i'm pretty sure i'm butchering the pronunciation of that and that one is good for a couple different things i think it's well known for mostly women who are lactating and who are breastfeeding to help them with their milk production but you could take it if you are not breastfeeding or not pregnant and that one I've noticed that when I do take that one regularly I get a little you know I get a little extra you know what I'm saying so that may possibly help you out to grow I don't know but look into some of them pills girl Maud has some and there I'm sure you can find some other ones like the ones at the like at Target at the grocery store whatever don't be afraid to pick you up them pills and buy them girl because people out here buy all types of stuff and if you don't want to go in the store and buy them just buy them online have them shipped to your house go on Amazon you know get the get the secret packaging <laughs> so that people don't know what you're purchasing but even if they do know what you're purchasing like mind your business like why are you looking through my mail it's giving nosy nosy nelly so yeah question is what's your advice for a recent college dropout i'm in my early 20s lost my passion for school and need some big sis advice hello hello how are we today okay i don't know why just what is going on is this coffee hitting (laughs) i'm halfway through the coffee so I've, I've used the bathroom like five times already. Like I, it's running through. Okay. It's a caffeinated baby, caffeinated. But anywho. Okay. So I would say, especially if you're in your early twenties and you're not really sure what you want to do, this is a really good time to explore. I think that society really, really, really drills in to us this idea that we have to know exactly what we want to do for the rest of our lives by the time we're 18 you know you got to pick out that college major and you got to have the path all laid out and you got to kind of know where it is you're going what is you're doing otherwise if you don't know and if you feel lost then you're a failure and it is such complete bullshit like there's it's it's not a thing some people do know some people have that dream and have that goal again especially if you're someone who has gone down a specific path like possibly being a lawyer or possibly being a doctor because those things have such long you know paths and tracks and it's very very linear in a sense in terms of like 
what you know you need to do right there's like school and there's medical school and residency and all these things right a lot of people who go down those paths tend to know early on what they're they're going to do and what they want to do but you know there are people that go down that path too and decide halfway through medical school that they don't want to do this anymore and they drop out of there too and that's totally fine so i love that you honored your call or not even your call, but honored the fact that you lost that passion and didn't force yourself to stay there because of the fact that you're like, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. There are so many people that are extremely well-known, successful by society standards and possibly and probably by their own standards as well that did drop out of school and did find a different path. I think this time is a good time to figure out what it is that you actually like to do. So maybe that means trying different jobs, interning at different places. If you are able to still live at home and have that privilege and ability to do so, I think living at home and allowing yourself to volunteer in different places or intern in different places would be really good. So try to figure out like what it is that you're passionate about. So maybe take some time, sit down and make a list, right? What do you like to do? Do you like to write? Do you like to draw? Do you do you really like numbers? Are you into statistics are you into like what it is that you're into figure it out make a list and then from that list figure out if there are any specific any specific like places that you could like I said volunteer at or intern at that maybe would be aligned with that thing if you know someone and you can network with them someone that maybe like your parents know or that you know through a friend who is in a specific career and they can like chat with you and give you advice about what it is that you could do to pursue that career that may not be uh, or may not require like a college degree. There are definitely other things that you can do if you want to start a business, right? What does that look like? What will that require of you? Again, if you're able to stay at home and do that and invest your time and energy and money into building something that is yours, figure out what that looks like and and then just go for it. Because I, I don't think that you need to go to college. I think college does provide a lot of different avenues and opportunities, like certain jobs, like for example, the job that I have, right? It, it was very much like, because I have a college degree and because I have a master's, like I was a prominent candidate for this job. But for someone that doesn't have a degree, like this job wouldn't be available. But there are other jobs that if you don't have a college degree, but you have a technical skill like you're really good at something like the people on our TikTok editing team like they're really good at editing TikTok they're really good at knowing the platform so for that it's like there's no college degree required as long as you can prove that you know how to edit a video really good as long as you can prove that you can get results you'll get the job so what specific things are you interested in and what can you actually allow yourself to learn and craft and do and get better at that's aligned with those things because yeah like I think there, there's so much available to you don't let the world tell you that you know just because you didn't get your college degree that you are limited in any way you have so much that you can do and so much that you can accomplish it's just more so you're in a space where it is so open that it can sometimes feel a bit overwhelming so that's why I encourage you to sit down brainstorm make a list and really think about what are a few different areas that you could explore that you're excited about and want to learn more about and through the actual exploration and doing the thing again volunteering interning learning online you know taking a technical class whatever it is that's when you'll actually start to figure out what it is that you really do want to do but sending you lots of hugs and lots of luck with those next steps someone also asked what are some good manifestations to say daily i'm trying to better myself every day i'm seeing some improvement but i'm wanting to get more out of these manifestations so i think you're more so referring to possibly affirmations which i think affirmations are an amazing way to add to your manifestation routine but when it comes to affirmations i always say too that it's one about yes saying the thing but two about allowing yourself to really believe what it is that you're saying because if you're just saying empty words and repeating them day after day and you're wondering why you know your life isn't changing and you're wondering why your reality isn't reflecting the things that you're saying to yourself ask yourself if you actually believe what you're saying or are you just saying it because you're trying to convince yourself that you believe it the other thing I would say is to make sure that your actions are aligned with your affirmations so are you going around acting like and being like and embodying the person who truly believes the things that they are saying so if you are saying daily I I am abundant. I am blessed. I am loved. I am deserving of amazing 
romantic, platonic, familial connections, are you embodying that? Are you also then walking around and telling your friends that you're broke? Are you also then walking around and being angry at the world because you feel like, oh, no one likes me, no one loves me, no one cares about me? If that's what you're doing after you leave the house, but in the in the mirror in the morning, you're talking about I'm abundant, baby, it's not adding up. Something's not making sense. It's one plus one is equal in three right now. And that that's not the type of math I'll be doing. So really, you know, working on aligning those, again, the affirmations with the beliefs, with also your actions. And, you know, if you're working on the belief part and you're like, Deandra, how do I make sure I'm believing the things I'm saying? Your actions. If your actions are aligned with the things that you're saying, you're going to rewire your subconscious. You're going to start to believe that because you are being that person. You're showing up as the person that believes those things. You know what I mean? Um, I also have a bunch of affirmation episodes on this podcast. So seeing those daily will also help. I have different ones. I have some abundance ones. I have ones for letting go of toxic relationships. I have ones for calling in divine connections. I'm going to be doing a lot more affirmation episodes uh, this year to help y'all out because I know those are typically my most downloaded and those are the ones that are I think the most helpful because they're short they're sweet they're to the point I make sure that in the affirmation episodes they're only ads at the very beginning and the very end there's never going to be an ad in the middle unless it's one where I have an intro you might hear an ad and then once we go into the actual affirmations there's nothing interrupting the actual affirmations there for you so it's a it's a seamless um a seamless process hopefully you guys can hear the noise outside I think they're coming to pick up the trash <laughs> it's trash day here so yeah so daily affirmations make sure you're embodying those beliefs and make sure that you are actually acting on them and you're going to see results over time don't expect quick results I mean results can happen quickly but I think putting pressure on yourself to be like well I, I keep saying I'm abundant where's my money Th that you know that type of attitude I feel like it's going to lead to you mainly observing the lack in your life and not necessarily observing the abundance if you say to yourself I am abundant also look around you and realize the ways in which you are abundant I am abundant I am blessed well how are you blessed I'm abundant I'm grateful I'm loveful well how are you loved look at the ways in which those energies are already showing up in your life to reaffirm to you that you truly are what you say you are so I hope this helps and sending you lots of luck with your manifestation journey Okay, so one of the questions that I got was, are you open about sexuality? With this one, it kind of depends on how we are defining sexuality. I would say that the type, like in terms of who I want to end up with, like who I want to hopefully marry and, you know, the type of relationship that I want to be in long term, I definitely identify as heterosexual and would just want to be with a man long term. But I would say in terms of like sexual exploration i think i am pretty open about exploration with anyone i would say that i find attractive and typically it tends to be men okay but i never say never and i don't limit myself to a specific gender or gender identity for that but in terms of who i would want to like settle down with and things like that definitely see that being with a heterosexual man as well or i mean I guess he doesn't have to be a heterosexual man, but just a man. <laughs> so, so yeah, so open in some ways, but also not really that open in others. So hopefully that answers that question. So another question I got is, do you ever feel isolated because you feel like you're going through things that nobody's going through? How do you navigate that? Love the pod from Milan, Italy. Hey, you know, let me tell you something. I need to make it out to Italy, okay? And it will happen. It is literally something that I want to add to my vision board for probably like 2024, okay? Um, but that being said, I definitely, will feel isolation sometimes I would say I have a couple of single friends but for the most part most of my friends are in relationships and like long-term relationships that are incredibly serious like they have kids or they're married or about to get married type of thing so a lot of times when it comes to my singlehood experiences there are only a few people I can connect with on those and then otherwise it kind of feels you know a bit hard like when I'm going through certain things over and over and over and I you know feel like I don't want to burden the people who I know who are in relationships because I'm like well damn like it's it's the same shit they keep hearing about and I don't want to talk about it no more because like I don't like repeating myself especially if I'm not coming with solutions and coming with a way to fix the problem so I definitely do feel that sometimes and I think the way that I navigate it is one by you know seeing
seeing if there is someone within my friend group who can identify. So when it comes to like the single stuff, like having certain people I can go to and kind of, you know, vent with and they can vent back and that type of thing. But if there truly is no one that I feel connected with about that specific issue, I come here and I know that, I don't know, I, I guess everyone doesn't always have that outlet and I'm so grateful that I have this outfit, uh, this outfit. <laughs> I have so grateful that I have this outlet where I feel safe and okay with like sharing without feeling like I'll be judged or people will be like extremely mean to me for sharing my truth if you don't have a podcast you don't want to share on the internet which I totally understand okay like the internet is such a wild wild west place you know to share things because I feel like people can be incredibly mean and judgmental on there for like absolutely no reason and just because you're showing up and sharing things they feel like oh just because you're showing up and sharing things like I'm justified in my hate for you it's like no you need to seek help but that being said <laughs> that being said I think journaling can be a really good way to kind of get some of those feelings out or and just something where you're talking to someone or talking to something. So that can look like therapy, that can look like journaling for, you know, someone like myself, that can look like just getting on and doing a podcast episode about it. Um, I also like creative expression. So if I'm not doing a podcast as my creative expression, I like to just like make things. So make pieces of art. Um, I like to write like poems um, or like little bits and pieces of fiction. So that's really what's helpful for me is just having some sort of way to express my frustration or express my sadness or express my my anger sometimes that just like going through this thing and feeling like why doesn't anyone else get it right and and that truly helps me i also like to remember that seasons of isolation are oftentimes the seasons where you grow the most so when you're placed in a very difficult situation and there's no one else that understands it or no one else that you feel like in your, in your life is understanding it or can go through that thing with you there might be a reason that you are experiencing that thing in somewhat isolation it might be because you need to go through it to gain a different perspective so that when you have a friend or when you have you know a family member or a child or someone that you know that goes through that that same thing you can come with a brand new perspective you can come with a really deep found understanding and just like you know empathy to their situation so I just like to see it in that way and know that it's okay if I'm going through something and someone else doesn't understand it because I I'm going to learn from that in a certain way and I'm going to take a very unique perspective on that issue moving forward but I would say the biggest thing that helps with me is just like creative expression throughout that time and having a place to go to creatively express myself and do so and feel safe doing so. Okay, my loves, that is going to be part one of this sleepover episode. Remember that if you're interested in listening to part two, it's going to be over on YouTube. I will link the video down below, but it goes live at the same exact time that this podcast episode goes live. So you can listen to this one and head over to YouTube and listen to that one. Let me know on there on the comments or something if you're coming from the podcast and if you enjoyed part one and hopefully if you enjoyed part two as well. Thank you so much for everyone that submitted a question. I wasn't able to get to all the questions, but I am going to save them for the next time we do a Q&A episode. I'm going to be doing these monthly Q&A episodes moving forward. That was a suggestion that I got from y'all um, to do those. <laughs> so I'm going to be doing that moving forward, kind of like just chit chat, casual, can be questions about me, can be questions about Dallas, can be questions about manifestation, literally anything and everything goes. So make sure that you're on my email list because the form will be going out either on Instagram or actually I should say both on Instagram and to my email list as well so thank you so so much for being here my love i appreciate you so much thank you for listening if you enjoyed this episode please leave the podcast a five-star review i'm gonna go finish this coffee because could you believe it i've been drinking it through this entire recording and i still haven't finished this coffee but we gonna get to it okay period so thank you for being here my loves i will chat with you in the very next episode bye
we discuss Miro. Listen, when it comes to running client workshops, the dream, of course, is to get those creative juices flowing, right? But typically what ends up happening is thousands of hours get wasted because of poorly facilitated meetings. So I have Maya with me today. She's a consultant who runs Fortune 100 workshops from leadership training to team building. And she has the insider tip on what makes things work. Maya? Thank you, Jason. I've been doing this a long time. My number one tip is to bring everyone into that visual collaboration platform. So personally, I use Miro and it's completely changed how I interact with the room. You have to give people a way to feel like they're in the room even when they're not. That's something you can do easily in Miro. Otherwise, they've seen the same slides and format thousand times. Falling asleep, eyes glazing over, yawns, all that. Exactly. When people follow me on the Miro board, everyone is literally going on a journey with me. We're adding thoughts, we're reacting, and we're voting for the best ideas. It's great. Connective magic. I like it. That's M. MIRO.com. There could be cash waiting for you at findmassmoney.gov. You might have checked before, but they're always updating the names. So check again. The Mass State Treasury has over $3 billion in unclaimed property. Maybe it's a long lost bank account, forgetting shares of stock, or an old paycheck you somehow forgot to pick up. Some of it might be yours. There's a lot of money that could be yours. You will never know until you go. So go to findmassmoney.gov. That's findmassmoney.gov. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.